I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. starting i get we're starting Whoa! well we were i'm carrie hi i'm lara welcome again to thank you high society <laughs> thank, you, the, thank you the podcast about high welcome again to my name is Lindsay lohan my name oh we have a lot to talk about actually we fucking have a shitload to talk but we about. were we were just talking about a meme that lara posted <laughs> on her instagram that 
killed me and i've seen other people posting it the best meme of the week can you explain it it is a, a picture of ellen degeneres and it says she's me, looking mischievous she's like, like you know yeah. she's just gonna pull a prank <laughs> and it, it says me on ellen and then ellen says so i hear you love chernobyl and then you say yeah and then <laughs> it hears nuclear blasts in the distance and you go ellen you did not just do that <laughs> Ellen would 100% Chernobyl yeah. everyone is a joke. I scared you. She would scare us <laughs> with Chernobyl. Well, we were talking about how like... She loves to she instill loves, fear in the hearts yeah, of her millions. Guests. Yeah, her, her celebrity, friends. Her famous celebrity guests that come on. She she has like clowns and like scarecrows and like people dressed like ghosts pop out of that like... A, the t- coffee table yeah like the bot or they like come out and they sneak up behind them yeah and it's it was cute the first few times but now i'm like it's like jennifer, a tactical yeah power move like i don't think jennifer aniston wants to get scared no you know they probably talked one time in mexico like jen was a little stoned yeah. and she was like hey can i talk to you for a sec and she was like can we just like cancel the scaring from here on like it was fun it was fun i had a good time it was great it was great but from here on out i'd just love for you to not scare me on the show yeah i'm coming on i'm just promoting my netflix movie with adam sandler and like i don't need to be scared we'll just talk about we can talk about anything you want anything anything you name it i will talk about anything but just please don't scare me i'll go on i'll go do that thing where you like talk to me in the earpiece and i go talk to like unsuspecting employees who are just trying to do their job yeah. at Jamba Juice and yeah. like have me say weird things to them and embarrass them. I'll do that. I'll go to Jamba. I'll go to Jamba Juice. But no scare, please. No, no scares. And Can't then Ellen the goes, all right. All right. All right. And then later that night, Jen was stoned walking back to her villa <laughs> and she heard a rustling in the bushes. She goes, Ellen? <laughs> Al? Is that you? Ellen? Ellen? And then Ellen went, and jennifer blacked out yeah she She collapsed she blacked out hit her head had to get taken to airlifted to cedars Mm -hmm. but she made a full recovery it was just a mild concussion and then she was airlifted back to cabo i don't need the scares oh yeah she she went back to cabo she still had four days left yeah she's always back to cabo they rented the resort out yeah did you hear about that story of her plane that like had they had to land it the wheel fell off or yeah. something and she was like it was like full of famous people and jennifer aniston <laughs> i really hope no one's plane crashes i'm flying tomorrow you're gonna be fine <laughs> it would be a great <laughs> it would be great if you were fine right it'd be yeah. awesome i would love for you to survive well i i want to survive because i want to i i, I want to stay alive so i can track this Lindsay lohan saga happening I mean, so the news is not good for all of you who listen to lohan island yeah i guess lohan island is a one-time deal it's a one-time wonder mm-hmm. but i think that that's iconic yeah and we can still we still have a lot of following up to do we do we still have to check in with the federation the federation the federation well i have an update <laughs> i went on mike's so Mike, hot Mike. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I who bisexual, bisexual, bisexual Mike. I went on his. He did an Instagram live yesterday, and it was him talking about 
you know, the season news. two. And he was like, guys, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I think we did a great job. Like, <laughs> I like that he's <laughs> talking about it when he was like kicked I know. <laughs> he was like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. He was like, I knew the whole time that like this wasn't going to be the thing that defines my career. And like other people were wor- more worried about it than I was. Smart. But I was like, guys, we need to relax. Like this is going to be. He was being realistic. And he was like, I had a great time. I made some really good friends. And I, you know, he, I, he wished Lindsay well. He was he was That's a big of him. Especially after what she did to him. Yeah. Psychological torture. And broke his spirit and penalized him on the last day and sent him away while everyone else got to party. Yeah. She first, I will never forget that, that she made sure that he, he knew the agenda for everyone that day was to just be pampered and like get blackout and then looked for his face and couldn't find it. And, and then was relegated, I guess went and sat in a van for eight hours Yeah, or just went to the airport. I think he went straight to the airport. That sucks. I would have flipped out on a show if someone did that to me. But yeah, so they're like, they don't. So Lindsay, so basically, I think page six broke the story that Lohan <sighs> Beach Club will not be returning to MTV. They can't find a, a network or like a streaming service for it. So it's just floating in. But it, it's not even filmed. No. Yeah. And Lohan Beach Club also is closed. Yeah. And so then Lindsay retaliated against page six by stating like attacking them saying why don't you write about something real for once why don't you write about what i'm actually doing and she posted a photo of then like she, syrian refugee children and she was like while you were writing this these lies about me i was helping this children she said this children and it's like a stock it's like some family yeah. sears portrait photo that she just like googled online yeah. focus on the good things in life not just the tabloids while you were busy writing lies? While you were busy writing lies? I was writing wrongs. Because <laughs> she deleted her original post and then mm-hmm. repo- Then she was like, came back guns blazing with her Sears photo shoot photo. <laughs> but I love she's completely just using refugee children. children as fodder for like sympathy and as weapons. She loves the children. She loves to weaponize refugees. Mm-hmm. I was doing this. She loves to try and tear refugees away from their families in the streets of Paris. Yeah. Till she gets punched in the face. <laughs> and cries alone on the pavement. And cries alone on the pavement. I think an all-time low, which I still can't believe no one had made a bigger deal about that. That was almost... That was truly... I think that was out of... I think that was too dark for everyone to really process. And I think everyone collectively, unconsciously... We're like, we're going to let this one... Yeah, they were all like... "Mm, I, you know, I think I'm just going to forget about this. Because it was... I remember watching it before bed. Like, I was in (laughs) bed with my retainer in. And I, like, had my glasses, like... (laughs) Down on your nose. Yeah, my pimple cream on. Going over your... Yeah. Agendas. And I think I just watched it. it, The the story broke at like midnight. Like it came out and people were tweeting about it. And I just watched the video and I was like, and I like put the phone on my chest, turn my light off and just was like, wow, that is the lowest of the low. I've never seen anything like that. Her crying on the street and like turning the camera and just going, I'm just so scared. (sighs) Like, I was like, wow. Like, she went from a fashion show to that in a matter of 
and hours. hours. She was like YSL, living large. Did she run out of the fashion show and just no, I start think trolling the streets? I think she had been at a club. Okay. And was either in a car or walking home alone. Passed by this homeless family. And just like something decided to live stream it. Like I, she clearly was... Um, she was very sober we'll say um (laughs) and literally chasing a family who would rather be on the street than be in a hotel room with her yeah the mom kept going no (laughs) i mean anyway but it's yeah i guess everyone just gave her a darkness pass but like you know that you fucked up when people won't even like talk about what you did yeah like if you get like that's when you know it's really bad. I mean, I yeah. I mean, people I think are desensitized to her, you know, parade of woe. Mm-hmm. But even that was like stunning. Yeah. People sometimes, I, sometimes I wonder too. People will tweet like, "Are we all forgetting that Lindsay Lohan did this?" People forget. Like everyone is just like, okay. But it I was, think this is. I mean. Every time some sort of news emerges about Lindsay, yeah. I think to myself, she's gone. Yeah. And I've thought that a million times, yet she, nevertheless, she persists. <laughs> she- so, like, <laughs> I would actually vote Hashtag. for Lindsay to be president. You would? Yeah. I mean, right about if you now. Had the tr- if you had the choice between Lindsay Lohan or Donald Trump, it would be Lindsay. It would be Lindsay. And then I would. She'd be a great first female president yeah at this point i think i think she probably has better international policy she does (laughs) i mean she has she has the turkish president by the ear yeah she loves she and putin have a get along famously i wish that she would run for president against donald trump i mean that would be sweet revenge for her after the comments he said about her oh true but like she has her hand in Dubai. Mm-hmm. Oil money. <laughs> Got it on lock. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Lindsay is like in denial about season two. So we'll, I guess we'll wait and see and we'll monitor. If you guys have any info, let us know. I know. Because I'm sad because I was told that it was going to be, there was definitely a season two, but it was like featuring her family, which that would have really done a lot for me. Maybe we'll get just a Lohan reality show. I mean, if she's so smart, down. she should do that. I feel pivot. like that, it's time to pivot. Yeah. I feel like that could be borderline. Like, remember when the Carters did that show? Like Nick and Aaron and their sisters. Oh yeah, that was not. That was. That was actually. That was too dark for me. I couldn't even watch that. <laughs> I, was, I gave that a dark. <laughs> that was where I was like, I don't really get this, n- nor do I like it. No. And then I was like, something feels wrong. Something and was then I just like detached. I don't even for. <laughs> and this sec- is someone who watched like every yeah, season of I, Celebrity Rehab. Did you just see the wheels turning in my head that maybe mm-hmm. we should recap it? But I, I think it's too... I don't want to put... Well, it's sad because one of them died. Yeah, I think it's foreboding. I know. But I think I feel like somehow... Not the death part, but I feel like somehow Lohan family could sort of... I don't know. It, it has Living the makings Lohan. of something iconic. That's our next one. Yeah. Aliana. We, they should do one of round Aliana and her rise to like stardom. 
make her the center piece. Her blue-eyed soul. Her blue-eyed soul. <laughs> and Have you seen her, like, she sings, like... She loves, like, an acoustic... Summertime! Her, like, acapellas. She does. It's oh, like, God. Mm, Is her voice good? Mm, yeah. Mm. But, like, mine's fine. You yeah. Know? It's like... She's, if I heard her singing, I'd be like, oh. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay had a more distinct voice. Yeah. But. She had that like raspy, but like it sounded like her speaking voice. I was going to suggest maybe for a, new, a possible recap and I'm, I, I don't want to quote myself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to like commit to something, but maybe we could do a recap of her uh bbc documentary about going to india which oh, was yeah. the wildest shit i've ever seen i've actually life. never <gasps> seen that because oh i don't think God. i like dvr'd it at the time and then i didn't know where to watch it it's on youtube okay that could be an episode of lohan island it is i don't even want to go into it but it is the wildest shit i've ever seen it was Lindsay's. i remember it happening it and was, being like what the fuck she was still famous and it was like but she had major damage and i think it was her like before the tier of infamy that she lives in now, mm-hmm. it was like she still had some credibility and she decided to do this last ditch effort for like to like save face. Yeah. And like rehab her public image. And she <laughs> There's like a, a town in India that like has banned her because they she claimed that she saved a town from being killed. Oh, I remember that. By like an unseen force and they were like that didn't happen this is a really deep cut because i do remember all these claims and like what she was saying but i don't think i ever watched it but yeah i mean she had, like a bindi on her forehead and was just like running around i love that like but the children the children are my life i love children being next to children is the most important thing better than being on set for me <laughs> which is a lot to say children are my new set children are my new set life Refugees are my new set life. Being on set is like a drug, and children are better than that. Yes. So children are better than drugs. Give me an idea of that. Helping children, helping <laughs> refugees, and helping the Federation. For the Federation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Also, we need to just have a moment and say that we have been officially contacted. Okay, guys. Guys. Things have got taken a serious turn. Okay. Um. So this week, I was contacted by one of the cast members of High Society. And I can't really say much, but I can say that I'd like to correct a few things that we had said on okay. the last episode, which are this person did not get a new face. No. No. They only made a tweak to their nose, and they that do, was clarified. That was clarified. A tweak to the nose. Tweak to the nose, and no they do contacts. not wear colored contacts. So I'm. That was my bad. Yeah, that you're at fault for that yeah. one. Um, but so I just wanted to, to let you guys know, and so all like since there's been some drama and some vague threat of some threats, legal action. Uh. Not legal action. No, but, but I think in, a restraining order, a restraining was, order mentioned. was mentioned. Um, um, we, <laughs> there's been some back and forth with both of us yeah. and this person. I was BCC'd twice, mm-hmm. and then uh, today, 
Today, Carrie took matters into his own hands <laughs> and got stern. And I love that for us and was for my, me. Was my, I, well, I was like, I'm not no, going to let you. It was, I was defending you. It was stern you getting, and respectful, yet forceful. I said the facts. And you deal in facts. And I, I use some bold font. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. And you clarified a few things. I said, let me reiterate, Colin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was business as usual. But so and I and I signed it with best. Yeah, that was a power move. Which I think you did too. Or no, you said yours. I think I just said X because yeah. that's like usually how I sign mm-hmm. off. You um, were really stern too and factual. I was stern and factual, but I also was like leaving a door open to, for dialogue. For dialogue. And then it turned out that there was no dialogue to be had, and that's when Carrie had to step in. No introspection. No. No accountability <laughs> dare i say it was a really really it was a wild, wild string string that may or may not be over i hope that it's over me too i pray to god that it's over me too because when you when you first notified me that this individual had contacted you i thought you were kidding i know and i, the, I, I was shook i was shook when i opened when i got a notification and then opened it to see that this is a long email that i had gotten and i was like chilled to my core with, and i needed to share it like with my affiliate carrie o'donnell yes affiliate was mentioned <laughs> so from here on out also we decided just to like be like air on the side of safety yeah that we're no longer going to be using this person's name Mm -hmm. and instead we're going to call them yules yules yerby (laughs) yules derby yules garling derby derby yulia yulia i'm yulia derby so yules is our new yules is our new just out of respect and you know i get it like i mean i don't get it I mean, no, I don't get it. Actually, I don't get it. I'm really unsure. (laughs) (laughs) If you're maybe putting together who we're... But... Yeah. We also... And I I just really... I mean, I'm not... I'm just the co-host. So... But I was saying that we should probably really just plead with everyone to not... Please do not troll. (laughs) No no trolling, no harassment. And honestly, the less interaction, the better. It's it's better to observe from afar. Mm -hmm. And I think... Everyone is so smart and like hilarious that follow your podcast and the the messages we get on the daily are are truly incredible. Joyful. And I love the readers. You guys and are all fucking brilliant. You guys are really good at sourcing out what yeah. what's what and just and just being on the same wavelength. But yeah. also, but this is like flying. This is when it's officially like flying too close to the sun. Yeah. And like it's like the animal, the, not the animal, but the whatever we're observing has noticed us, mm-hmm. and now we're found out. Yeah. So. So it's better to live under afar. the radar, and yeah, from afar. Mm-hmm. And I think that you also Leah, I don't want to get sued. I I'm really broke. don't want to get sued. I have there's no job nothing right now. to sue me for. No, there's nothing that we can be sued for. But when you're dealing with someone who might, who might get litigious on a bitch. Mm-hmm. When you're dealing with an I need to speak to the manager. We fully got manager. We got. We got. Kate Gosling hair. I'm going to speak to the manager. I'm going to speak to the manager. I just, I really need to speak to the manager right now. I need to speak to the manager right now. Like. There's like 
you guys need this to is like really fucked up it's fucked up that like you guys can't do your job and, and like in america we spell we things, not, spell upside, things down. not upside down thanks so, like thank you so much so like could you maybe like try and clean for once and not do the crappy job you would normally do oh my god i just got chills <laughs> not do the crappy job that you guys like normally do thank you very much so yeah no harassing anyone. no harassing don't even mention anything yeah. let's just like call it like let, we'll just do a full government shutdown mm-hmm. on any sort of like social media anything yeah. because also like i just think we've all been guilty of trolling all of us we've all trolled i troll i sometimes i'm like why did i just tweet that you know about someone but yeah it, it really is at the end of the day like it's we're just it's a satiric we're just poking fun this is a comedy podcast. Yeah, we're just having, we're just lolling, and we're like, lolling. We don't want anyone to be hurt. We don't want anyone to feel like they're being bullied, even if they're, they've said some and done some fairly unforgivable things. Yeah, um, just gonna say that. Yeah, but everyone, people are still humans, and they have their limits. So let's just be respectful and loll together. We'll loll together respectfully, and uh, you know this iteration of Sex Unique <laughs> podcast is about a show called High Society, which yeah. is what we talk about on this podcast. We do. So that's that. Thank you. Final Thank words. You. Final words. Thank that's, you so much. That's that. Yeah. And that's that. And that's fucking that. And that's that with Laura Marie Shane Halls and Carrie O'Donnell. Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> Kiri O'Donnell. What if I sign it? Best Kiri. Kiri. <laughs> Best Kiri. K-I-R-I. Best Kier. Kier. I feel like I've gotten that as a star. Oh my God. Really fast. I have a Trenta update. So, oh my God. Yeah. Your Trenta so, shit has really taken off. So I really appreciate all of the Trenta support I've been getting. Mm-hmm. Um, my, You feel seen by the Trenta girl community? Dan Pelosi, who started, who was the, the original the Trenta, Trenta girl. girl, was very moved. I think he's even gotten people, someone, I think someone just, he sent me, someone just randomly r- messaged him and just wrote, <laughs> and just wrote Trenta. And he was like, he goes, I'm shook. Like he's, now he's getting Trented. But the Trenta brand is strong. This week was, you know, I was, I needed some extra coffee this week. And <laughs> so I, you went in for. Well, I went to my drive through yeah. and I was just, you know, I've been tired, blah, 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 you know, don't have a job, just doing it, going mm-hmm. through it. And I, uh, yesterday, I went to, pulled up the bur- this one barista who's at the drive in window, always knows who I am. She's really sweet. And she was handing me the Trenton. She said, damn, you know, a Trento with three shots of espresso for a few days in a row like we're all worried about you oh my god and i was like because you were getting a cold brew with three shots i was getting a trenta iced coffee with three shots of espresso cinnamon powder and half and half and wow. i got it a few days in a row and mm-hmm. she said that we're you all, need to dig a coffee she said we're all concerned and i literally was like oh my god like <laughs> i've been fully clocked you crossed the trenta threshold yeah, i've been found out your name is on a list yeah. in starbucks it's like the it's like you're on suicide watch i know and i was wondering i was like maybe they have in their training they like watch out for like orders they're like erratic. if someone gets three trentas in a row yeah. <laughs> please reach out and say something they give yeah. you like a card i wonder if they do if they're like people's if people's orders dramatically like change like yeah ch- check on their wellness, Kindly, wellness check yeah do a wellness check 
if anyone's ever worked at Starbucks, confirm or deny that yeah. this is true because I believe that it could be true. I mean, when I worked at Cold Stone, people would come in with sunglasses on and mm-hmm. order a gotta have it PB and C milkshake. Yeah, I and mean, I, and I'd be like, I I would. You don't have to have your sunglasses on because I see you. This is great. Yeah, and I would have this too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So then I. I was like, no, yeah, I'm just tired. And then <laughs> she was like, it's all good. And then she went back into her, into the hut or the... Yeah, that tiny little yeah. area. And I heard her talking to the other barista who I see all the time. And they, I heard her go, he just must be really tired. <laughs> so they were like continuing they to talk did, about me. They did a wellness check yeah, on you. They were... Yeah. Wow. And I went... I love your Trenta com- community. Right? That's actually really nice. Yeah. I but that was... It, I was shaken and I considered going back to Venti. But you know what? No. No. Trenta girl for... La- Once you're a Trenta girl, you're never not a Trenta girl. But then I was talking to my best friend last night on the phone who's... <laughs> he was also concerned. <laughs> and he said, why don't you go back down to two? <laughs> he goes, take away one tomorrow. And I did. Today I only got two. Did they smile? No, no, they were, they were like they were too busy. Okay. But I was in rush hour. No one gets wellness checks. But yeah, so that was. But for everyone supporting me, the listeners supporting me on my Trenta journey, thank I love. you. That's so nice. Yeah, Trenta girl, Trenta girl for life. Someone tweeted me. They try to cut down a Trenta girl, but we keep going. <laughs> That's another, and still, she persists. Nevertheless, nevertheless, she she ordered Trentas. <laughs> I called it going into the Trenta ether. You're literally in that Natalie Portman movie, Annihilation. I am. You're I'm in at the, the end of Annihilation yeah. in the lighthouse. There's a skeleton. You are the orb. Yeah. That is what happens when you order a Trenta. You hear boom, 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 boom. And then, like, someone that you know just becomes like a liquid. Yeah. Like, figure jennifer jason lee opens her mouth and turns into a ball of orb light yeah the that's the barista that's yeah. what happens with the barista that that that's where i'm heading that one drive through that you go to is the lighthouse yeah i'm i'm slowly walking. you're natalie and the barista is jennifer jason lee i'm slowly walking to the lighthouse and there's just littered with skeletons and bones yeah of like those who've trented before and i'm like here i go I'm setting up like a tripod yeah. phone to film you yeah. as you like fully descend. Self-immolate. Into Trentadum. <laughs> but I'm fine. You're fine. Yeah. But I, it was just, it was pretty I, insane. I love like a, just like a little intervention like that. Uh-huh. It's just a check-in. That was like when I, when I was living at home with my parents and after college and I was, I, I didn't have a job for a year and I, and I switched Dunkin' Donuts because I, the one Dunkin' Donuts I went to, the girl at the cashier said, wow, you come here so much. And then that was time to... And I was like... <laughs> and so I, then I drove an extra 10 minutes to avoid her. Because <laughs> I was like... I have job opportunities. I have a life. I have a life. I have a life. I work. I have freelance opportunities. I'm working on working. I'm working on getting a job. Like, I literally was like... You got defensive. Yeah. You had to retreat. I defensively ordered, or I offensively ordered one time, and I was like, gotta cut it off. We're done here. We're done. So then I went to one with, like, that was across the street from, like, a cemetery. <laughs> That's where I went. Wow, you come here so much. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
I'm driving my mother's Nissan Rogue. Doesn't everyone go to Dunkin' Donuts so much? Isn't that like the thing with yeah. Dunkin' Donuts is you go a yeah. lot? It's like a yeah. Boston thing. Yeah. It's like a neighborhood thing. We're all family. A team. Come on over to Dunkin'. Ben Affleck walks. Ben Affleck always has a Dunkin' Donuts. Do you see the photos of him? Yeah. He looks so hot. Really? I think he's... I've been... I, he's leaned out. I've never really... You've never been a Ben guy? No, I don't think so, no. He's never really done it for me. Him and uh, what's-his-face? Damon? Yeah, I was just oh. like, okay. I was never like super one way or the other. No. If I had to choose between them, I would definitely choose Affleck, but yeah. like... Because Matt Damon seems like he would just yell at me. Yeah. He He'd yell like, at you, tell you're wrong, and then like mansplain something. Yeah, and talk about like the unions. He'd talk down to you. <laughs> he would talk to you about like the teachers' union and just like make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> He's always trying to like unionize. Yeah. I feel like Joel Kim Booster, who's like one of the funniest people alive, mm-hmm. tweeted something about like how afraid he is of Matt Damon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm was, actually something afraid. like. I think about how often I'm afraid of Matt Damon or something. And I was just like, that is so... Ch- I'm afraid of him. Yeah. Like, even saying this out loud, I, w- I got a little bit of fear. Have you seen the video where he mansplains something to, like, a protester? Wasn't that on that HBO show? It was like he w- it was... It like, was like to Ava DuVernay, I thought. Maybe. I saw one where he was, like, at some rally and, like, he's very liberal, but, like, he... Someone who was a teacher mm-hmm. was explaining to him why some of his points weren't right or something. And then he... Matt, that's not okay with Matt. He said, my mom is a teacher. Like, here's what I know. And that's what is right. And this woman was like, okay, but you're not right. You don't get to... You don't argue with Matt Damon. He won an Oscar. When he comes in and tells you what to do, you do it. I cannot believe that him and Ben Affleck have an Oscar. Goodwill Hunting was a good movie. It was great. It was a really good movie. It was great. Like, honestly, it was. Robin Williams was... Great in it's it. It's not your fault. Yeah. That scene... Mini Driver. Powerful. I was thinking about Mini Driver the other day because I thought I saw her at La Scala, but it wasn't her. It was just, like, a random that kind of looked like her. And then I just thought, like, what a pleasure it would have been if it had been her. I stand for Mini Driver. Yeah. I'm here for it. Do you know she and I are Twitter friends? What? She you, follows me. Of course she does. Why wouldn't she? She followed me after not Tilda Swinton. She loves your humor. I tweeted it. Okay. This is not a, well, this is a brag. Yeah. Just brag. I'm bragging. Brag. The driver away. follows me on Twitter and has interacted with me before. That's huge. And when she followed me after I did this, this parody account about not Tilda Swinton, about Tilda Swinton, she, I messaged her and I said, I'm a fan. Circle <laughs> of friends. Google I love hunting. That. And she wrote, I thought you were a lesbian poet in the Hudson Valley. Uh, she's like so crazy to know that you're just a gay guy. She's <laughs> like, a she lawler. Like, I was like, damn, that is so fun. Like she, she is here yeah, to lol. It was great. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I wonder if she listened to Lohan Island. Probably not. No, but she's just a very classy. She's a classy broad. Accent. Yeah. Talented actors. <laughs> but yeah, Mini Driver, I mean, it has the the TWC written all over it, but that movie, but... Yeah. But oh well. But oh well. Lots of movies did. Yeah. And you know well. what? <laughs> what? Shakespeare in Love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> 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 
you know what? Even high society has TWC. Mm-hmm. A great leeway. Fucking all over it. Or segue, not leeway. Yeah. Leeway? Segway. Segway. Sawa. Sawa. Um, wow, this episode of High Society, episode four, is, I, I think, the darkest episode? It has a lot. There's a lot of sadness. There's another trip to the library. Mm-hmm. Um, we start out with um, Tinsley's getting her hair done. Tinsley, her voiceover begins and she goes, the social calendar never stops. The thing about the world is that goes on without you yeah so you better buck up and and get ready yeah (laughs) so she's like getting her hair done i will say the 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 temporal like element to the show makes no sense they'll be like saturday morning yeah flashback so tinsley's getting her hair done and it goes saturday morning they love like a rewind tinsley's getting ready for the she's there's another event yeah which is crazy. There's just so many events. Life is one big event. Life is a cabaret. Life is a cabaret so for Tinsley's everyone still, on the show. Tinsley's still coming down from her Dale, like accosting her at. She says, Cassie ran off and I haven't heard from him since. So basically, you're not dating anymore. Yeah. Or you're dating like an asshole. She's getting her hair curled. She's getting curls. <laughs> she loves her curls. She loves like a party girl, like. She loves just like a loose curl with a side bang and maybe like a jaunty little braid thrown in for like peak girliness. Yeah. Curl it up. Curl She says, curl me. So she's going to the opera tonight. It's a really big event at Lincoln Center, which I've catered at. I've actually catered at the ballet. Oh, love that. And I saw Martha Stewart. Chic. Did you give her anything? No, I was holding trash. Mm -hmm. She was screaming to someone named Kathy. I love that. And then she walked by me and looked at me like I was trash. Well... You I were was. holding it. I was. So it's okay. Yeah. You'll have your, no, I, was, I believe you'll have your moment with Martha. I loved it. Yeah. I was like, devastate me. Do it. Read me. Read me. Read me. <laughs> Drag me, me, Martha. Drag me, Martha. Drag me, queen. Drag me, queen. Slay. I'm ready. Slay. Yes, yes, honey. Drag me to hell, queen, <laughs> honey. Um, Paul is puttering around his apartment mm-hmm, on the Upper West Side. In the Upper West Side's very grandmother apartment. Yeah, it's cozy. It's the- cozy, but in the way that it's like your grandmother that never leaves her apartment anymore mm-hmm. and like refuses to meet you anywhere, yeah. and so you just like go to her house because she's kind of like a shut in. It has like a corn. It's very like uh, 101 Dalmatians. Like, yeah, where they live before they get together. Mm-hmm. There's like. You know, like cozy, like a little like a flat bay window. Yeah, yeah. He has a bay window. He has a bay window and a green couch. Paul calls Tinsley, and somehow knows about the, that she's going to the opera. Yeah, that's everyone in New York apparently knows what Tinsley Mortimer is up to. And Paul says he calls her and asks if he can style her because he's he's worked at like Paper Magazine. He's had a fashion line. Like he's he worked at Vogue. He worked so at he Vogue. and this is his plan. He says he has a plan that is going to put him back on the map. Yeah. And that's styling Tinsley for the opera. First stop, styling Tinsley Mortimer. Yeah. 100%. Um, this is the map. This mm-hmm. is Paul. Welcome to the map. You're well, on it. Welcome back. Yeah. So he calls Tinsley and she's like, He's like, can I dress you for... And he's like, you can tell he's a little nervous to ask her. Mm-hmm. And she's... There's a pause. And then she goes, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. Cool. It's nice of her to let him yeah. have this. But it's also, this is like a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, 
some producer was like, do it. Yeah. Around. She was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah. Paul's going to dress you for the event. And she's like, hell no. Fuck that. And then they're like, no, for the show, Tinsley, you can wear whatever you want. And she's like, oh, okay. Cool. And so then she's like, when do we, when do we do the scene? Oh, now? Oh, okay. He's going to call me. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Uh, I'll, I'll hear you. Okay. Oh, here you go. Okay. Ready? Hi, Paul. So she's like, I like color, baby. I like summer. I like summer. I'm a girly girl. Girly girl. And then she's like, he's like, she says, and I'm a size two or, or sample, sample size, size she which makes she sure makes to sure that. to get in there, yeah. which, and you know, if I was her, I would do too. I can say it. Yeah. Let him know. Let him know. Let a bitch know that you're sample size. Yeah. Eat your heart out. What is it like to be sample size? I don't know. You're just so thin that anything that you wear just slides onto your body and fits you perfectly. I like how she said it. Like it was just, that's like a thing. Yeah. Cause in this, in high society, we are to believe that everyone, including children, you know, household name, and everyone knows what Tinsley is a sample size. Everyone knows who Tinsley is. Yeah. And all you have to do to like get a dress on her is just pick out whatever the sample size yeah. is, which is like a two or a zero. Yeah. God bless her. Sample size is such a troll to the rest of the world. <sighs> it's very Trenta. It's so Trenta. Yeah. Tinsley's a Trenta girl. She's a total Trenta girl. Yeah. Um, so then Paul's like, great, going to do that. Yeah, he's really excited. Ready he's going to go. Gonna go pull some looks yeah. for Tins. The day is looking good for Paul. Back Dale. to the library for Dale. <laughs> Dale's now going to a, seems like a private apartment building yeah to a, to a genealogist <laughs> she dale is determined to get answers about Cassie's background she, she has won't rest until she knows right she found a book as we know that some has some incriminating information about casimir's great uncle and i like that she found a book that we can never know what the title of it is blurred. or the cover because yeah. it's blurred out the entire time but it's red and black which yeah are, I think oh yeah total nazi colors so dale is like she's back on her detective tip she goes tom what's his name tom yeah to the genealogist am i to believe or am i to know that my daughter is dating someone with a nazi background and he goes her his great uncle heinrich was name if you ask me was a member of the German Air Force during World War II. And her face, she's like, <laughs> her eyes switching. And he goes, but he was not a member of the Nazi party. So she's like, so she goes, you can fight for your country, but then not be a Nazi. And he said, that's correct. So he never, he never like, you know, yeah. swore an oath to Hitler. And then it like v- closes up on this like genealogist printout mm-hmm. of a family tree. And it says that name and yeah. it says no issue. No issue. <laughs> So then, so then Dale goes, well, Casimir is what I thought. He's definitely a prince, but there's not a lot of money. There's not a lot of land. And no jewels. No jewels. No crown. No crown. Not a lot of land. I love that. Not a lot of land. But at least he's not a Nazi. Yeah. That should be someone's Tinder bio. Yeah. Not a lot of land. No jewels. <laughs> That's actually mine. Do it. But not a Nazi. No money. No jewels. No crown. Not a lot of land. Yeah. But not a Nazi. No At PN- least I'm not a Nazi. <laughs> your your Tinder should be no PNP <laughs> and no Nazis. <laughs> no PNPs, guys. Stop asking me. Stop. Stop. PNP, see your way out. PNP, <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Yeah. No PNP, 
No Nazis, not a lot of land. Not no a jewels. lot of land. No jewels, no crown. No crown. But definitely a prince. But a prince. Yeah. So Dale's like, all right. So she kind of like saunters off, and that's the only time we see Dale in that episode. Yeah. We just needed to like tie up her mm-hmm. investigation. So her episode of Law and Order, special Is- Dale unit, has come to a close. But But I still feel like she's going to try and intervene some other way i think she will too but i love that slow tom tom (sighs) i need you to tell me if my daughter is dating someone with a nazi background a nazi background a nazi background one more time a A nazi Nazi background background. she goes give it to me straight give it to me straight tom i need to know if my tinsley tinsley is dating someone with, with a, a Nazi, Nazi background. background. Her outfit, too, is stunning. I mean, she, as per usual. She, she turns it the fuck out. out. Dale should be a real housewife of New York. Dale should be a real housewife of New York. Yeah. I also am just impressed by anyone that goes to like a random meeting dressed in a tailored suit with like a fur collar. Makeup impeccable. Hair flawless. Face plastic surgery unbelievable beautiful facelift she looks better than she looks she dresses better than tinsley she dresses better than tinsley and, and tinsley her body is bodacious she's a fox she poured herself into that gown yeah. and just showed up at a gala and you only do that if you're the fucking hottest woman on the planet and your name is dale mercer god i wish and I you are dale. trying to confront a nazi she should have been in inglorious bastards Oh my god! That was a full missed opportunity. I think Dale is anti-Trump. I would like to think so. I as think well. she's. I think she doesn't like Nazis. I think she's like a Bush Republican. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, we are. You know, this is beneath us. Like we are an aristocratic Republicans. Yeah. She's a Ronald Reagan Republican. She, she loved Reagan. She loved Reagan. Reagan years. was the Reagan years were good for to Dale. You know, Dale's cool. She's Dale's not racist. Cool. She likes, I mean, maybe a little. Yeah, she's, she's a little like, bit. A little bit. But she likes to allegedly. clarify that she allegedly. Allegedly. She always likes to preface any sort of like potentially problematic interactions with it's not your fault. Yeah. It's not your fault. I it's, just don't like the pain. She likes gays. It's because, really like a service uh-huh. ish, like a household service the worker, the help. Yeah. That get the brunt of any sort of like Dale Dale shenanigans. It's not your fault. It's not a blue Tinsley. Make him stop. Make him stop. Make him stop. S- sir, sir, it is not your fault. It's not your man. fault. It's not your fault. She just doesn't like sir, the blue. She likes the gays. Probably doesn't think they should get married, but like they dress her well. And yeah. Fun. She's gone out to some gay bars. She's gone out to some gay bars. Definitely. She's the toast of the gay. Yeah. Like a circuit party. She's like a drag queen. She's really reminiscent of Patricia Alchul. Yes. She and Patricia are very... I wonder if they know each other. Maybe. They're both from the South. She loves like a Savannah drag bar. Loves Savannah. Cabaret. (laughs) Dale's been known to like sing a little ditty. Get Mm -hmm. up on stage and just sing when the saints go marching in. I love the queens. I love them. They've always been nice to me, and they do. They all wear nice clothes. And they are beautiful. They're beautiful men. They love. They love nice things. They love to dress up, and I love a up. great dress they as well. They love to get silly. It's midnight in the garden of good and evil all the time with them, <laughs> and I'm in it with them. I'll go in it for the night. 
Dale, to that garden for the night. Dale loves just like sticking her toe in the water. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Is that your is that your companion? She says to like, you know, oh, it's oh, that's nice. That is so nice Tinsley, for you. Tinsley, this is this is Ronald. She goes, and they've been married for a long time, unlike some people I know. And then she tells <laughs> She's used a gay marriage. She uses it always. Comes back to like a topper conversation. I know someone who isn't, well. Who used to be married to a true American prince and now it's not. That's Tinsley, my daughter. Funny over here. You know, it's so nice to be around a married, committed couple. Isn't that nice? With no divorce in sight. Honoring Isn't that the right, Tinsley? Of marriage and the promises that you make to each other to be married forever once you get married to the love of your life. Don't you think, Tinsley? Isn't it amazing that two gay Americans can honor the American sanctity of the institution of marriage, mm-hmm. Tinsley? How about that? Dennis and Ronald are doing that. Isn't that wonderful, Tinsley? Isn't that wonderful? Think about it, Tinsley. Think about it. Now, what did I say? Tinsley? Tinsley? Tinsley, come back here. Think about it. <laughs> she goes up to Ronald. Show me a tour of your home. Mm-hmm. Take me around. Take me around. Let Mom. me get a lay of the land. Yeah. Anyway. You um, people make a beautiful home. <laughs> gay men have the best homes, Tinsley. They really know how to entertain. <laughs> <laughs> Dale loves that about them. Oh, my God. That's it. They love to entertain. They love to entertain. Um. So while Dale is handling this, Paul is facing some drama of his own. Yeah, and his day takes a sour turn when he is alerted to the fact that guest of a guest is about to run a story about how he got really drunk and ripped these hideous wall sconces off of Yule's best friend Cleo, who we were introduced to. Yeah, in the previous episode, Yules and Cleo go downtown. To slum it. To slum it. Yeah. And then I guess like... So I think Paul and Yules are hanging out. Yeah, they were like... They like play like they hate each other for the cameras. But like the night before, they were like, hey, let's rage. Yeah. So they they definitely rage. They fucking rage. Paul went back and yeah, ripped all the sconces off. I love scon- he get- the way he says sconces. He is like hated those sconces. But the way he said it, it was like butter sconces. Sconces. So he guest of a guest. Guest of a guest. Cleo and Yules called guest of a guest, and they were like, "Guess who got fucked up and like ripped sconces off a fucking wall?" Fucking Paul. Paul Don't <laughs> Calderon. Fucking yeah. here's my crazy. quote. Don't say it was us. Don't say it was us, but I just want you to know that, like, Paul fucking came to Cleo's and, like, fucking ripped the sconces off the wall. And I'll send you... I have a bunch of photos attached of us that you can use. They're, yeah. They're, like, cute. That are, like, cute. Not from, like, <laughs> awful angles. There's, like, a whole, like, thing of photos of the two of them, like, enjoying <laughs> each other and, like, being best friends. Like, cheers. Yeah. They're, like, in a field that's, like, their senior photo shoot. Yeah. So Paul is like, fuck, like, I just got the best news. I'm styling Tinsley. Now I have to deal with, like, I have, I have to start. He has to dress. He has Tinsley. to dress Tinsley and deal with this fucking drama on top of it. And he gets a call from a journalist who's like, Carson what's Griffith happening? At Guess of Guess. And she's like, tell me what's going on. And tell he's me like, what's going on. Do you have a statement? He and goes, he goes, I'm dealing with it. And that's all I have to say about that, which was. <laughs> 
which is great. Iconic. That's my new yeah. statement to everyone and everything I'm dealing about with it. anything. I'm dealing with it. Kind of rock star. It's rock star. Yeah. I mean, the great news is that Paul has like turned his entire life around. Yeah. And he's so amazing. he's amazing. And then this is just like a blip on the radar yeah. of his like beautiful life tapestry. Yeah. And he's like, and he's aware of like how he crazy gets the it. show was. And he. I'm also, dealing with it. I also like, it. guess what? There's another iconic, messy queen who ripped sconces off the wall. And that was Kat Marnell. <gasps> so read her book read her book how to murder your life it's really good but like what is it about a sconce that really makes like a fucked up person lose their shit because it has like the wires it's like in the wall and it's like a light just in the wall and it's like you're walking by it and it's just something to pull yeah there's something about like the the motion of it you know yeah and it's if it's really ugly which those sconce like I don't know if this was actual footage of the sconces or if production just like got a B-roll of like a sconce and then a sconce ripped off a wall, but they showed these sconces. I think sconces. they were probably with them and they like f- were like, we can't use this footage because we could get sued. sued. So there was the footage of this. There was just a photo of the before and after yeah. sconce attack. So I think, I think the production the film crew was just with them and they all got drunk and then they were like cw was like we could be liable for this because we were just like filming yeah so they couldn't but so paul's like shit hope this doesn't blow up even more he goes off to find fetch a outfit for tins yeah a new quarter brings new goals but what about your skincare goals small easy changes in your routine can have amazing results and your secret weapon should be dime beauty Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. And then we go to Devorah. Devorah. Devorah is also going to the opera. Yeah. Everyone... And their fucking mother yeah. are going to the fucking opera. Devorah is in tow with like... Devorah has an assistant. I can't tow, remember what sorry. his name was. Can you edit This is out? a Trenta wellness track. Can you, can you edit out in tow? Yeah. Devorah is in tow with a 
really hot guy who's he's really hot gay. really young tbd sexuality, TBD sexuality. but he's like Her hanging style. on devora's every word so i think that he's probably gay yeah and like he's kind of like smiling yeah he's just like some hot gay that she's bringing around who's I like th- 10 who looks like he's literally 10 years old he's in high school and De- and we were saying like devora's probably like it's actually really elegant to have a 10 year old just with you when he you go to parties opens doors for yeah. her it's so like, whenever she drives somewhere, he gets out of the car and then opens the door for her. Oh, it's probably like her assistant. Yeah. Or like her intern. But he just looked really young. Yeah. It's definitely an intern. It's an unpaid intern. Yeah. He's But he's like, looks like he's about to start laughing. He's <laughs> in the closet, but just about to come out yeah. of it. Like he's this is Devorah. his first step. He's told Devorah and she's like, cool, I won't tell anyone. That's very cool of you. Oh my God. You sound just like her. <laughs> I won't tell anyone. It's honestly really... It's like, really big of you to tell me. It's really big of you. And it's honestly not that big of a deal. There are so many gay people in New York City, if you believe it or not. Yeah. There's actually a lot of gay people in the city. She's like, unlike some people, I love gay people. Yeah. So stick with me, honey. I'll show you the ropes. And also, will you open the door next time we get somewhere? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Because I want people to maybe think you're my boyfriend. Yeah. Um. So she. So Devorah goes to Maggie Norris Couture, who looks like a queen, to get fitted for an event. Yeah. Maggie is like she is kind of looks like um. She's kind of doing like a Diane Keaton esque from the waist up. It's like a shirt with a vest and like a turquoise jewel or like some kind yeah. of like it looks like Native American or like cowboy. Yeah. Like Ralph Lauren kind like of jewelry. Super overpriced outfits. Yeah. Jewelry. And she and kind I've, of looks like Faye Resnick, but with platinum blonde hair. Yeah. like she And she has this very like sig-charred voice. It's like kind of ASMR-y. I'm really curious as to what Maggie Norris couture is because I've never heard of that. But yeah. I guess there's like a lot of couture that I have no idea. Yeah, I mean there's about. so many of those like weird little like showrooms in New York, like on like Fifth Avenue and stuff. And like, I guess people just like buy them. Yeah. Like they're like just for rich people. When you're rich, do you you just like are like you, you love something that's like twenty five thousand dollars that you've never heard of that's like kind of hideous. Yeah. And you're like I like this. Yeah. I bought it in like a private showroom. That's just like what you do. Yeah. When you're like really wealthy. Or Devorah Rose. Or Devorah Rose. Well, she's borrowing. Yeah. Yeah. Devorah Rose (laughs) is obsessed. Okay. So she tries on an outfit. She's trying on lots of corsets. She tries on a corset that's $25,000 and a skirt that's $12,000. crazy. Which is like... I'm sorry, but if I was going to spend that kind of money, it would be on like a designer that I've heard of yeah. before. But anyway, but I, I think the reason why she went to Maggie Rogers is because I have a theory that Devorah Rose is obsessed with Nicole Kidman. Yeah. She's had her on Social Life magazine cover, I think, twice. Twice. Was, will like post about the cover, like TB, TBT. She loves to TBT the two covers with Nicole. She even kind of, it looks like Nicole. Yeah. And then she said, to Maggie Rogers, congratulations on Nicole Kidman wearing your dress in the Vanity Fair cover. Yeah. So she's, I think, has an agenda. Yeah. She's like fully on Nicole's jock mm-hmm. and is like single white female yeah. her from afar. And then she says... She launched Social Life magazine just to get closer yeah. to Nicole. But, but Nicole, like some... 
Nicole's down. Nicole's down for DR. Like, she's been on it twice. <sighs> I love that. She loves Devorah. Nicole, like, knows Devorah is, like, a creepy fan, but still indulges. Okay. Nicole Kidman is one of my favorite actresses. I'm, mm-hmm. like... I love, I worship her. I yeah. think she's amazing. She's but a she's, full queen. She's weird. Yeah. If you were married, I'm sorry. If you were married to Tom Cruise for that long, like you're going to be a little weird. Something is amiss. Yeah. So she, I think that she's probably a little weird, but like, remember, okay. we, I think we talked about this, but we can always circle back. We have a lot of circle backs on this podcast, mm-hmm. but like that guy that, that biker that ran into her on the street yeah. and knocked her to the ground. That was so weird. He deserves to go to jail. I was so upset. That was like, I felt like I was watching my mom get knocked to the ground. Yeah. I felt personally victimized. I hope if I wish that we lived in the kind of country that would cut his foot off or something like that. Because <laughs> that was not okay. <laughs> you and Lindsay. <laughs> I love the Federation. Call the Federation. <laughs> in where I come from, we cut hands off. And then they take his foot. One foot, one hand, one, one leg. It all goes. You are sentenced. You knock Nicole down. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay, like the Federation it. will have its day. <laughs> We will rise again, but you won't rise because you won't be able to put your hand up because you won't have a hand. You won't have a hand anymore. You abuse your hand privileges. A hand today, a leg tomorrow. Fuck with me. The Don't Federation. Fuck Don't, fuck <laughs> Don't fuck with the Federation. <laughs> Don't fuck with Federation. Um, so she says, what, so then what really sealed the deal for me with this theory that I have is when she went, do you think I could try on the corset dress that you had Nicole wearing? And mm-hmm. the Maggie's like, sure. Yeah. So she tries. And I think. Then she wears that. She dress wears that fucking corset gown to, to the event. So she's. So she's fully like LARPing as Nicole Kidman. Yeah. She probably told someone. Anyway, we'll get to it. But yeah. Um, and Nicole. So. Uh, Paul, we get, we go back to Paul <laughs> Who's fully having a phone conversation. He's still like stressed about Gus of a Gus drama. And at this point, this episode is kind of a bummer because it's just like Paul being followed around by a camera crew, like dining alone from place to place and like dealing with this story that fallout that I think he is like truly kind of horrified by. That Yules and Cleo did. That Yules and Cleo fucking Yules. Fucking Fucking whack ass Yules Derby. Yules Derby. And so Paul, (laughs) there's this great shot where it's like an establishing shot of the city and you hear like Paul go, is it up? Is it up? Is it bad? Is it bad? How bad is it? <laughs> and then he looks okay, at the camera. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> and then the <laughs> fully breaks the fourth wall, looks at the camera, and just goes on the street and goes, guess if a guess is up. <laughs> He's was... just like trying to deal with his yeah. life. And it's hard. I, know, it's hard I feel for him. It's hard for a socialite. It's hard for is guess if a guess still a thing? Yeah. Okay. Not as big. It was only its own thing. Was yeah. it part of like a network of no. other stuff? It's just like its own thing. Straight up gossip. So he's like addressing, just like talking directly to the camera at this point, which is how you know shit's go- going down. Yeah. Like it's serious. The Valerie Cherish move. It is. <laughs> it's like, Jane? Jane? Guess if a guess is up. Guess if a guess went up. So Paul goes into Jill Stewart to get... He's like, you know, amidst all this drama, he's like, I have a mission. I'm going to get He's got to get back on the map. Got to get this look for Tinsley nailed. Yeah. He goes to Jill Stewart. He walks up to this sales associate (laughs) who has like a midsummer, like. She's full midsummer. (laughs) Twist. 
uh, which, by the way, has amazing reviews. Yeah, it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, we're excited about. Doesn't everything have a hundred percent? That's like no, it has not like out. Fifteen reviews. Oh, okay, um, I love that. So go see Midsommar, July third. Mm-hmm. This is not an ad. We're just telling you. Yeah, go we're just see telling it. you. We're I like, wish, we're gonna it see it. Yeah, um, I fucking wish it was an ad. A twenty four. A twenty four. If Hit sponsor the pod, I will fucking run ads for every one of your goddamn movies. Midsommar. Midsommar. Skull. So, Paul goes up to the sales associate. She has like a, a French braid and twists in her bun. And then he goes, I'm getting an outfit together for Tinsley Mortimer. I don't know if you know her style. And then the girl goes, I know who Tinsley Mortimer is. I think everyone knows who Tinsley Mortimer is. And walks away. And then it goes to Paul and his talking head. And he goes, so this sales lady was kind of a biatch. <laughs> we were like screaming. Because <laughs> she was. She was. And Paul's not here to be no, fucked with by like, a midsummer bitch. He's like, I'm hungover. I he's hungover as off. shit. He's like, we find out later 2K in the hole to like replace these yeah. fucking sconces. He's like, I don't have time to deal with twists. Yeah. Like her attitude at Jill Stewart. I think all of New I York think- knows who Tinsley Mortimer is. Yeah. Okay, fucking fist yourself and (laughs) (laughs) pull some looks then. And by, you know what? By the look of the looks that she pulled, she doesn't have a clue who Tinsley Mortimer is. She has no clue. She's like, she picks out like some terrible shit. She's like a gray outfit. Yeah, Paul's like, thanks for not helping me. Yeah. Walks away. So he gets to Tinsley's. Well, no, first he goes to like a. Oh, then he goes to another spot. Like, like a showroom. Yeah. This gay, like, you know, greets him. They're friends. He's like, need you, need help immediately. So he helps him pick out like these kind of like mod downtown. They're like avant garde. But they're like really drab. They're kind of like. There's like a gorilla hair coat yeah, moment. He's like, this will be really good. No, it's monkey hair, he Oof. says, which is like. Which is like. Is that actually like hair from a monkey? Yeah. That's like killed to put yeah. on your thing. And Paul's like great. <laughs> Paul's like amazing. Awesome. At this point he's so this is the point in the day like it's turning to dusk and you know when you're just so fucking hungover uh-huh. and like you all you want to do is like binge eat but like a camera crew's following you <laughs> yeah. around so you can't like eat a burrito and a donut. You want to just drink a you just want to go to bed like all you can do is like drink a coffee and like try and get through the day then you realize that the friends you were out with the night before called an online outlet to tell them that you like peed on the floor of like a bar yeah and then so they're gonna write about it yeah and then meanwhile you're like having to just like have this camera crew like film you (laughs) and you're so fucking hungry and like you're just overcommitted to someone yeah you're just like You've shit like four times. (laughs) You've had just like, oh my God, my hangover shit. My hangover shit. Like, my, I'm like, I can feel the hangover. I can feel it it. too. Like, being at work. Like, I, I used to go, I mean, I was like hungover every day of my life. Yeah. And I would just be at work, like, hovering, drinking like soup. And it was, when it's like, like, when you have to go like liquid that's a bad hangover like a diet pepsi and just being like having like a baguette and just being like oh like and i just all i needed was to get home and the day is just like like time slows down to a crawl and you're like when will this day be over so i can go home and eat an entire pizza and fall asleep and fall asleep and like wake up tomorrow still feeling like a shred hungover from this horrific day and paul's entering like that four shit like 
pizza now phase of the hangover where he's just saying yes to literally anything anyone shows him he's like get me he's like sure 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 and then in the midst of this like (laughs) hangover after he's had his like fourth shit in the bathroom of this like showroom the gay turns to him and he goes i read about you today and guest of a guest and it's just like god damn it paul's like fuck (laughs) can you not i'm I'm taking care of it like he's just not it's like the he's over thing, it now he's, over it. he's like i don't want to be filming anymore why did i agree to this fucking show yeah everyone this is like the halfway point where everyone involved with the show has realized that they've made the biggest mistake of their lives by yeah. being involved in the show paul's done paul's you know that the producer too told that like showroom gay to be like bring up guest of a guest yeah just to really while fuck with them yeah while i was in the bath so paul <sighs> uh he's like great got my looks got my looks like let's just get if i can get to midtown because the, the then midtown. it's get to the midtown show tinsley these fucking looks and then i can like have a glass of wine i can continue to drink yeah yeah because sometimes that's all you had to do yeah just keep drinking i know by the time you're like out of the like shit slash like just feeling like shit hungover period you want a glass of wine. Yeah, it feels great. It feels great. And so, if you're not really eating at the yeah. time, it's like, let's get a red. A red wine is basically like clam chowder. Yeah. <laughs> a chunky red. A chunky. So Tinsley, he goes to Tinsley's loft. She's like a buzz in the apartment. There's gays everywhere. She's getting her hair, like her hair done again, I guess. I guess. The first time wasn't. Well, I think she was the first time Then we had to rewind. So now we're caught all right. the way back up. This like storytelling device that the producers so really rely on. Yeah. Perhaps too much. It's like, it's like a waiter being like, we're going to do things a little differently here. Have you been here before? Yeah. No. Well, all right. Well, we do things a little, a little bit differently, differently, which is every restaurant now does yeah, things a little bit you. differently, which is they all do them the same. You're all a fucking macaroni girl. Um, so, so Paul arrives. Paul arrives, and unfortunately for him, his dresses are not on brand for Tinsley. But Tinsley, let's be real, was like she was always going to say no. She was always going to say no, but she did give him an opportunity to kill it. Yeah, but he just didn't nail it. He she, also picked out black drab. dresses. She and said like, color. She, she loves color. color. She wants to dress like a preschooler. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, find something pink with a ruffle, and yeah. Tinsley would be into it. Yeah, so Paul shows off the monkey coat. Tinsley, which, which, when you're leading with a monkey coat to Tinsley, to you've her already credit, dug your own grave. It looked bad. I'm still, like... It looked like... It was not a cute... I could understand maybe if the whole coat was, like, a monkey fur, yeah. like, a statement jacket, but it was in that era where you just did, like, a fur collar, and only, let's be honest, the only person that can pull off the fur collar is Dale. Yeah. So, like, Tinsley, that was a firm no. Also, she's a, she touched it, and she goes, it, you said it's monkey hair? It looks like hair. Yeah. Tinsley's face when he's showing it, she's horrified. And there's people in the background watching. There's one girl that's just like sitting on the counter being like, mm. yeah, her like intern. Yeah. So Paul, she like, he had, there's one of them's like a sheer gown, like a sheer, like, which was like cute. It was, it was like cute. separate. So I think it was like a top and then a yeah. skirt, but it was like formal and shimmery, sheer and gray, but it's like not too avant-garde. I think some of the looks would have been good for someone else. Yeah. Like, but it's like not, she just wants to dress like a fucking like, Shirley, she, she wants to, to dress Temple. like she's in like pre-K. Yeah, yeah. She's Shirley Temple. Give her a lollipop and a yeah. ruffle. <laughs> so she's like, um, 
you know, unfortunately I will have to get something else. So I'm going to have to call someone, but thank you for your effort. And which is like, she was trying to be nice, but it just came like Paul. You could just tell was like, I've had a day, bitch. Like after this horrific day he's had of battling the hangover to end all hangovers, yeah. then to have Tinsley like shut him down and realize that he like shanked the dress challenge. Yeah. It was sad. I think he like fully sobered up in this moment. And was yeah. Like, he was like, Ugh. and so then, then Tinsley calls PJ, the yeah, family stylist who we, we know when Dale needed an emergency gown for the gala, she went, PJ, PJ. I need something fast, fast. I need something fabulous. Fast, fast PJ. So PJ brings over a Marquesa dress. Yeah. And some jewels and shoes. And Tinsley wears those, and she's never been happier. He comes in with like a frilly pink foo-foo dress, and she's like, "Oh, this is so good! This is what I wanted. I Thank love you it. so much, girly, girly, amazing! You did it!" And then Paul's just like, he's standing there, just like stone faced. Yeah, he's I like, love that they did it all in front of him. Yeah, and he says he's like, "I'm standing there, like trying to hold back tears." And then the gay PJ's like, "Bye, Paul. Good to see you." And Paul's like, good job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like, at least the day is over. Yeah. So Paul's like, finally, I can go to the wine bar. Mm-hmm. So then uh, so we, Paul goes to the wine bar. Well, and first then, we cut to Jules. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jules, once again, <laughs> is with Cleo. They're like, living large. Paul said it well. He's like, these girls at like any press is good press for them. So they're like, hey, we're in guests of the guests today. It's fucking celebrate. Paul of the fucking sconces off the wall and we're in a downtown to fuck with guys. Yeah, Jules goes, me and Claire are going to a club downtown to toy with guys. It's like, what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? You can go anywhere and toy with guys. I'm gonna go down. Like, why down? Like, she's such a fucking, like, pedestrian view of Manhattan. Yeah. Like, downtown is more expensive than uptown. Like... I feel like she's just, like at this point repeating like voiceover like things that producers are telling her to yeah. say but like <laughs> paul we're in a downtown of five with the eyes yeah claire's like my cousin like we she's like a girl who's like oh my god like my family friends like it's just uh, like my family like we're so close to that family and like we do like crazy shit together like when the parents are all drinking at dinner like me and like the guys and like one of the girls and my other family friends who were like my cousins too like we head out and we like hit the town and we do crazy shit together yeah they're always <laughs> hitting the town i don't know why i'm talking about i just feel like you know those girls that are girls and guys but like that are always like we're soup my family's so close to their family yeah and their we're families like are like always hanging out and you're just like okay we get it like yeah. you have friends literally your family you friends family friends and your family is like close with another family like i'd be like they're actually my cousins and yeah. she'd be like well they're like my cousins they're like my cousins uncle tom we hang out like all the time and <laughs> and elizabeth can we can we, hi can we go out can we go out oh my go. god I'm trying to articulate this. This is like, do you no, know what I'm talking what you're about? Saying. I know what you're saying. It's like the people in school who like, they, they're like, they have like competitive closeness mm-hmm. and they're like me, we go on family trips together and like, we're so close. I know. I was always jealous of that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, fuck good for fucking you. Like, awesome. Brag about it. Brag, brag about it. My family goes on trips with ourselves. Yeah. My family goes alone because we're dysfunctional <laughs> and we don't want to like have anyone else bear witness to what's about to go fucking down. We don't go. Everyone the... screams at each other. We like threaten to leave. Someone has like an alcoholic <laughs> break from reality. 
So we don't have close family friends. We don't go on the ski trip because my mom doesn't like staying in hotels with other families. Yeah. She likes to stay at her own. She doesn't want to stay in a hotel that she didn't pick. That's why we don't go. Yeah. So great. I'm glad that you're all close. (laughs) We don't have any family friends because my alcoholic stepmom has alienated us from everyone that we know and loved. So what do you want to tell me more about your vacation? Yeah. The Jules is like totally that girl. She's like, Cleo and I are like clothes like my sister. <laughs> Maybe we should cut this. Does this make any sense? I, I think so. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there's I know like, what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, but I hope people understand there's like always that person. Like you'll be at like, because like my family, we did have like family friends and we would go to like. <laughs> you are the. No, no, but like we, but I always felt like they were like close, like. Their families were like, but like, we're like closer. Yeah. You know, like you're here at the barbecue, but like our families are like closer. There's the families that like always do shit together. Yeah, and it's weird. Where it's, it's like, oh, weird. you guys are going to go hang out together. It's like, oh, you can't be alone with your Again, yeah, every Christmas it's like yeah. this. I think I'm now becoming that person, but instead of my family hanging out with another family, I just hang out with the other family. Yeah. Yeah. Like my best friend's family, I went to her their Christmas last year. No, it's that is different. Okay, I'm talking about like the families that just merge. You know what? This is maybe a lost cause. If any listeners out there know what I'm talking about, it's this feeling, this particular feeling of people and growing up who used to brag about how many close family friends their family had and how fucking like they're always traveling. Travel is a big component. Yeah, and Jules loves anyway. Yules. Yules loves doing that with Cleo. Having a tough day. It's okay. <laughs> We've been you through know a what lot. I'm talking about. I fucking know. I really. It's like I can't articulate it, and I really wish I could. It's like competitive closeness of like people who like they were always like, oh, they're like our cousins. Yeah. And they brag about it, and you're mm-hmm. like, cool. Like you have your family has more friends than like my family. Yeah. I don't know. You're like, we know. We get it. We get it. Go on your fucking ski trips and go on the boat. Go on the boat. Just do it. My family didn't have lots of family friends, though. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I, maybe I'm reading myself. You're reading yourself. I wasn't like that, though. It wasn't. I always felt alienated at the family barbecue, like Fourth of July barbecue. Because you'd be like, yeah, our family friends. And then someone would be like, no, my family friends. Yeah. 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 And then it was like, oh, I'm not as, I always felt like, oh, we're not as close. Yeah. Like we're here, but like we're not in the inner sanctum you're of not your fucking yeah you know, have an all like fucking happening. circle jerked yeah like 4th of july barbecue like we go to our friend's house and like i would just hang out with the girls obviously because mm-hmm. i didn't want to like go play fucking football <laughs> i'm sorry I love your aversion to football i really respect that <laughs> i have my limits i'm not getting hit i would hang out with my sister and her friends and my friends who were mostly girls and I didn't want to go hang out with the boys. Yeah, and fair. Sometimes I felt pressure to, and I did for five minutes, and then I was like, I want to go hang out with the girls. Yeah. they're more fun. They're way more fun. <laughs> but there was always that one kid who was like, okay, I'm... There's always one. I'm in, like, therapy right now. <laughs> maybe cut this. I'm, this is like, I have a new chair, you're and like, I think that that's, that's why it why. is feeling like therapy. You're in this position of, like, wisdom and power, which you I'm already are for in me. I'm an Ellen. I'm, like... Is it to Ellen, this new chair? No, you're always like a source of wisdom for me in, in general. Like, I talk to you, I confide in you. But like, you're a for source some of re- wisdom for me. But for some reason right now, I'm like, I want to talk about like the family friends thing. And I feel like Jul- feel like Yules is like in that. So that's, if anyone out there understands what I'm saying. 
just like write in. Maybe I'm like write in in this time when we need you the most. Am I having like a <laughs> psychotic break where like I can't relate to reality? Is that what's happening? Where it's like I say things that just don't make sense. No, you're saying things that you can't fully articulate. Hey, but you but are you articulating. I fully get it. I and see how you. Fucking annoying. That it's is. annoying. I hate people bragging about their friends. And their family friends. Yeah, just how many they have. How many they have. Okay, we know. You traveled together. You get together every fucking Christmas. Every 4th of July, you're always together. Oh, my God. The fireworks. Your dads go pick out fireworks and drive them illegally across state lines. Yeah, I'm the only boy sitting on the girl's blanket at the fireworks. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Yeah. And the girl's like, why aren't you sitting with the boys? And I'm like, because... Fine, I'll go sit with my parents. <laughs> I love sitting with the boys for five minutes Ugh. just for the show element. Just to be like, okay, fine, I sat with yeah. them. Oh my god. Are you we happy went, now? We actually went on a family trip once to the Virgin Islands with like four other families. I actually went. You literally <laughs> are ah! the family no. friend. No, but I I wasn't though. Like we were, but we weren't. We did our own thing. But yeah. We went and my mom was like, fine. Like she was not, she was like, we're doing, we'll go. And we went and it was fun, but like I Felt pressure to hang out with the, the guys. And they, some of them were older than me. And they just, I just couldn't, they just wanted to like drink virgin pina coladas and like watch football and sports. And so I was like, I'm going to go hang out with my sister and my friends who've been my friends since I was like a baby. Yeah. And I don't want to hang out and watch, drink pina coladas with you. Fuckers. And watch sports. <laughs> what is the deal? I don't want to sit with you. What is the deal with guys and like ESPN? No desire. What did the, what is it yeah. about ESPN that's so great? Know. It's like stats. It's just like so many numbers just like flashing at you at the screen and then like people swinging baseball bats. I don't get it. I think part of it is I was like And countdowns. I would like always be like you moves. can't enjoy this. I don't believe you that you're enjoying watching what you're watching. Yeah. Where's the entertainment? Liar. Where's the applause? Where's the applause? Where's, Where's the, the laughter? laughter? But then like I remember like one night the my sister and the the other girls like they were they like they were all in like freshman high school eighth mm-hmm. grade and they were like they met up with some cute boys from Puerto Rico and they were like we're gonna go play volleyball with them and they were like Carrie maybe sit this one out <gasps> and I remember being like okay and just like watching them walk off and I went no. back to my parents villa and like watch clueless oh my god that's sad <laughs> it was I feel that for you in that moment talking about maybe i'm triggered because it's the summer it's the summer and all these emotions are rushing back and it now i really do feel like a therapist i feel like my therapist this is how my therapist sits in a chair but that was like such a formative like queer like oh there are limits yeah like do you know what i mean where you it's like you're not gonna be able to hang hang all the time and and have have that experience with them but yet you also feel like you don't belong in espn land sure as hell don't belong with those fuck i love they're just downing like 1500 calorie drinks and like i mean they were nice they were like they were perfectly nice to me i've known but it's like i'd known them all for years but like they just i was just like oh okay okay." i'm sorry but when sports are on i'm like this conversation is over Bye. Bye. Can someone talk to me about literally anything else? Yeah. Let's talk about aliens. I'd rather talk (laughs) about a crack in the wall than than watch people like a round table. Any like sports commentators, sports in general. 
I like to go to sports games live. Yeah, that's different though. And sit close. I was a swimmer. I was really competitive. I was like a swimmer in college. Like I have, I'm competitive, yeah. but like I, I played wanna... softball. You get it. I got it. Hey, hey, that's a truth I just learned. I played I see you softball in a different light. from like the second I could run up until my senior year. I bet you were great. I was pretty good. That's really cool. It's powerful. Softball players are fucking cool. Softball players are cool. Yeah. Girls also like softball pitchers that pitch five. I was only good at... <laughs> that was, the wind up? That's when my softball skills <laughs> really fell apart was because I could not hit a ball that was thrown at me with a severe underhand <laughs> launched at me. It was it like just, Dragon Ball it, Psychologically, <laughs> it was like fucking Street Fighter, Chun-Li, like putting a fireball to you. How can you hit that? How can anyone think baseball... like? I'm sorry. You think pitching and baseball is cool? Like pitching and baseball is NBD. I'll fucking hit the ball off of an overhand pitcher all day. When you, you see a woman to, wind up and throw that thing with the that's like, a, with the force <laughs> of a thousand fires. No, that that, actually, I that's I fully shanked. I could no longer play once we got into a fast pitch softball. <laughs> it's like they wind up, wind up, wind up, hit it. Where hit does it. your eye go? I don't know. I'm and, too busy watching the arm, and then a ball just flies at you with like 90 miles an hour how that why who decided that women have to pitch like that (laughs) there are another reason of course they're like hey yeah guess what hey you you think you're gonna play baseball (laughs) not so fast you have to dislocate your shoulder like this you have to wind up your arm two times and And, rev it up and then launch it underhand isn't that insane that is really sexist. like there's actually no, there's reason. no reason you could just throw it like a normal yeah. pitcher you get to wind up like this and you have to pitch as fast as a man but with a underhand with a like it's <laughs> <laughs> the most psychotic thing it is. and i just couldn't hang i was like this is bullshit i'm not doing this one of my best friends when i was a little kid she was these there were these twin girls and one of them natalie who was so cool she became we were like super tight in like preschool but she was a really good baseball player and she was a pitcher in men's in the boys little league and she was the only girl who played i love that she fucking killed it she like struck out everyone and she was the main pitcher for her team (sighs) and like they were like shit natalie's on base love her she was a queen um but yeah the underhand thing that underhand thing like i need a historical i need a documentary because i'm calling bullshit on that i would love to change that it's like cricket cricket is that how they pitch in cricket no they like they like yeah they they do pitch underhand and then they hit the ball like like a they swat it (laughs) they're like if you girls want to play baseball you're gonna have to play like the british like ninnies (laughs) the ninnies over there (laughs) The imperialists, you know. They're like, you can step in for our troops in World War Two and play Over normal there. baseball, but once the troops are back, you're back to your <laughs> underhand pitches, you old ladies. You old birds. You birds, you get your pitch. skirts on and birds get out to the pitch. field. Birds can't pitch overhand. They have to pitch underhand. I'm sorry about it, honey. You want to take it up with me? Take it up with FDR himself. Do the whoosh whoosh pitcher. It's over for you. Yeah. It's curtains. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Come over here and suck my dick. <laughs> You want to pitch on a hand? Good. <laughs> Give her the program. Give her the old on the hand. <laughs> Give her the program, sister. <laughs> Get with the old broad. 
Overhand is not for you. Remember that, ladies. Oh, underhand for you. Wind up, wind up, wind up, and... No, over the shoulder. You better put it back down where a woman belongs, under the shoulder. Over to the shoulder. Dislocate your shoulder. So be it. Like, your arm could fly off out of the shoulder. No. There is no fucking purpose for an underhand fast pitch other than to just, like, it's psychological torture on whoever's batting. It's a whole different batting approach, too. It is. I mean... Anyway, so Anyways, Jules, you know. Jules and Cleo go to this club. They step into the elevator. There's a there's just like an elevator attendant. So you know the like they're like if they're not white and they're in if they're here to serve us in some way, yeah. we're gonna fuck with them. Jules is like, are there hot guys up there? And the guy may or may not understand what she's saying, and he just says, seems like maybe English is a second language. Yeah. So he doesn't really know the context of what she's saying, so he just nods, and then Jules goes, oh, do you like guys? Do you like guys? Fucking asshole. Okay, Sorry. good joke. Yules. Yules. Sorry, Yules. Um, we should think of another name for her, like Sassy or something like that. Or like... Eloise. Me- Eloise. So Eloise, <laughs> Eloise, she's you know trolling this elevator attendant who's like just trying to do his job and she goes out of nowhere she goes i really like well-traveled guys <laughs> that's like her talking head i have well-traveled guys and as we know from eloise's current life she yeah loves to travel. she loves travel so, so she travels tracks. all over the place she's always on the go she goes cleo likes like rocker like grungy guys she loves being like the sugar mama to these like poor downtown guys but i don't i like my well traveled so then looking <laughs> i okay. can't remember a fucking name okay so then eloise eloise and cleo and cleo at doing bottle service and these hot guys approach them they're really hot they're like tall nice, and hot nice looking men like they look like ivy leaguers nice looking young men that maybe eloise would fu- strike up a conversation with and so, tickle their fancy and one of them's like my name is remy and cleo goes oh, are you french because she's part french and he yeah. goes no i'm my name's actually german and then and then the honestly to, to eloise they blur it out. You know what? I'm going to say it. The camera cuts to Jules Kirby. The camera... Yeah, we're done. We're done. Fuck I'm it. actually done. So Jules I'm Kirby... I'm breaking free of the fucking shackles yeah. Come at no, fear. Don't come at us. No, but, don't come at us. Actually, but, just like stay in your lane. Yeah, but, we mean you no harm. We mean you no harm, but this is what you did. So Jules... This is what you did on a show called High Society that you were on. You literally said on. these things. You literally you said legally, these things. You agreed to be on this up. show. This is actual fact. Fact, 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 fact. Fact in this scene of High Society, you. episode four, we're season one. You. This is not a slander. This is a... Full on hey, truth. this is our Sheena on the beat moment where we're just on the beat. Sheena on the beat. Sheena on the beat. Sheena on the beat. Beat. Sheena on the beat. So then the camera cuts to Jules and she literally, with her fingers, does like mustache raises her hand and does a hail hitler salute vaguely she, she or not not a full one but she raises her hand up has a mustache what does she say she just goes and it blurs out her hand so it's like what is she at first i was like what is she even doing or saying and I think then you were, carrie was like i was confused because i just don't go straight to a place of hitler but like you know who does <laughs> Jules Kirby. Jules Kirby. <laughs> I love. She, is your not? He didn't even say he was German. He just said my name is German. Yeah. And she goes, hi, 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 hi. and then Cleo goes. Well, first you see the shots of the guys, and they are legit horrified. Their mouths <laughs> are like, ajar. 
They're like, what? And then Cleo quietly goes, Jules, stop it. She goes, I don't know why she's saying that. And then is kind of laughing and like swatting her hands down. And, and Jules then Jules looks at her and goes, she goes, stop it. Just stop. And Cleo goes, I'm sorry. No, but Jules goes, it's Hitler. What? It's Hitler. It's Hitler. It's Hitler. Just, just Hitler. It's Hitler. And then she scolds Cleo for telling her to stop imitating Hitler in front of strangers. She's I fucking hate when people tell me what to do. She goes, stop it. And then, stop and then it, Cleo, Cleo. Stop it. And Cleo goes, sorry. Sorry. So Cleo apologizes to Jules after she just imitated Hitler. To a guy who said his name was Remy and that yeah. that was a German name. So I love that Jules, a comedian, her this was her comedy. This was her shot at comedy. Yeah, she was doing her stand up. She this night. was her stand up. She was trying. I out got some a real good impression. I got one. I got one for you guys. I got one for you guys. I got one for you guys. You'll never guess. You'll never guess. Watch. Who am I? Uh, hey, sorry, hey, sorry. Hitler. Hitler. Guy. It's Hitler. It's, like she Why does that all the time. Yeah. And it's never gotten a laugh. And then I think that Jules has lived the rest of her life being like, no one understands comedy like I do. Well, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, Anyways. So Jules. Jules and Cleo go back to the elevator where it turns out that they're both fluent in French. Yeah. So Jules goes from like. She's she's kind of shocking. Like she goes from that doing, shocked me. I, was, I turned like, to Carrie and I go, "Oh my god, she can speak French!" Yeah. And I was really excited. And then he was like, "She shocks you at every turn." And she I does. was like, "She does." She's just fl- Cleo and her, just like because the guy said he's from Senegal, so they was just, like, "Oh, you, so you speak French?" Because Cleo is Cleo's just a woman of the world. She's a woman of the world. She knows. She gets yeah. it. Cleo's cool, kind of. But so she and Jules and him like have this like kind of like lovely rapport in french yeah not lovely but but then jules gets like mad that cleo's saying that she's like really pretty and a fun girl yeah she does not want any flirty no she's like talk to him stop to him. <laughs> not like cleo. cleo stop talking to him it's hitler it's fucking hitler <laughs> so paul we cut back to paul gets two thousand dollars wired to him to deal with the sconce drama he's like i just want to literally has a check ready to go he calls his mom and he's like mom i need this yeah. explains the situation she's like she's okay. classic mom she's like you will have to pay for it and it's like okay yeah like that's so why I'm, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> i love her she really i she think tries. paul's mom is really trying and i truly believe that every time they get off the phone she believes that she's taught him like a really good lesson i do too and i love that about their relationship i do too <laughs> so he gets the money and he literally has a check in hand and he just literally goes from the wine bar to a mailbox to mail the hotel the Cleo the yeah. $2,000. And so he's dealt with it. Yeah. Much like he set out to do from the get-go. He mailed a check. He mailed a check. I love dealing with it. Yeah. I'm dealing with it. Um, so then we cut to... Devorah. She's getting her hair done with this gay 10-year-old. and With her assistant and then her like gay stylist. Yeah. And then she's really trying to do something... Like tone down her sexiness is like her big yeah. MO for this date. So she's like... By the way, I have to tell you about my date. She goes. She goes. He's like, um, if the Upper East Side had a Ken doll, it would be him. She goes. His name. His dad 
is Dominique Novaka. Do you know who he is, Dominique Novaka? Because he's, the, he's literally, he's his son. He's the heir to the Dominique Novaka fortune. Dominique Gavaka. Gavaka, which goes, is like, okay. She literally goes, so he's the heir to Dominique Gavaka. You know, Dominique Gavaka. <laughs> and the stylist is like, oh yeah, like, sure. Okay. And she goes, so yeah, he's the heir. His dad is Dominique Gavaka. He's the heir to Dominique Gavaka. She I, says this name 40,000 times. I think it's like an Italian shoe line. Yeah, we Googled it, and it's cool. like Italian shoes. I don't know. But, like, who knows? Yeah. Not, not us. But I love it. She literally said his name. Like, if you've ever needed to hear what a name dropper is, it's this moment. It's that moment. Because she doesn't even say his first name. No. It's just like, this is his dad, and he's the heir to this throne. His name is Robert. His name is Robert. He shows up. She's like, to her gaze, she's like, if he's bad. She goes, if you think I should go for him, tell me his suit is fantastic. Or tell him his suit is fantastic. Then he arrives. Robert walks in. And he's really hot. He's about 21 years old. And it literally two seconds after he walks in, Devorah's eager assistant goes, wow, your suit is really fantastic. (laughs) He goes, what's your name? And he goes, Robert. And then you hear in the background, he goes, what's your last name? He's like, (laughs) Navaka. And it was a real full circle moment. Just in case you didn't know who he was and where he comes from. And that he's an heir. And that he's an heir to the Gavaka fortune. (laughs) So Devorah is wearing, literally wearing a Nicole Kidman corset. Look up Nicole Kidman on the cover of Vanity Fair and look for her wearing a beige corset. And then fully that's single white the female corset that Devorah Rose wore. It's insane. It's insane. So I she- would wear that's like if I went to a gala and wore Gwyneth's Oscar Ralph Lauren pink dress to a gala, <laughs> which could. don't put it past me. You will. I will one I want day. You to. I want to wear that or the McQueen look that where her tits were out. Oh, I love that one. That was a really iconic, and everyone shit on it, but they don't know what the fuck they're talking I love that about. Look. That was a truly beautiful look. I think you should do the pink one. Okay, I will. Yeah. Ralph, are you listening? Ralph? Ralph, friend of the pod, Ralph Warren. Sir Ralph, are you listening? (sighs) Devorah feels beautiful. Not for long. And she goes to the gala, and she even meets her fashion icon, Carolina Herrera. (laughs) She goes, yo soy de... (laughs) soy de Venezuela. And Carolina Herrera's like, ah, CC. And then, uh, maybe cut that out. She (laughs) goes... Please. Yeah. She meets... Okay, so she meets... Please, <laughs> please, please, please cut that out, Laura, please. Of course. So she meets her fashion icon, Carolina... <laughs> Carolina Herrera. And she tells her that she's from Venezuela. She speaks in Spanish There's to her. so many languages being spoken in yeah. this episode. <laughs> they yeah, speak Venezuelan. They speak Spanish to each other. So... Carolina Carrera could not get away from her fast enough. Meanwhile, I speak one language. Yeah. I English. Speak, ever heard of it? I can kind of understand Spanish. I can understand Spanish. I can speak. I can understand them. like French and Spanish for the yeah, most part. Not French. I can like get the gist of what you're saying. Yeah. If you're speaking French or Spanish. If I was lost in a Spanish city, I would know how to. You'd it. get out of yeah. there. Um. So Carolina maybe. Herrera kind maybe. of gives Devora, perhaps, the brush off. She's like, okay, man. She's like, goodbye, who are you? Tinsley's like, everyone there is really sensitive. To- Tinsley is, at this point, like, I love Tinsley now, but, like, at this point, she is living in a world where everyone is thinking about her at all times. Tinsley 
went through, I think, a traumatic divorce and then decided the best way to deal with this divorce would be to launch her own reality show. <laughs> and then this moment at the Met or at the opera... We both re- we both were like, oh, she's... She hates this now. She's really... Uncom- like, she's actually, like... Uncomfortable. She was a real society girl who, like, suddenly She now, really was, like... She girl. was, like, an it girl. And I think at this, I think she was legit, like, at the opera gala. And yeah. was suddenly, like, oh, Carolina Herrera. Like, she's suddenly, like, oh, I'm filming a reality show. For the CW. For the CW. And there's a film crew following me. And she almost looks like she's avoiding the camera. Yeah. I think she's, like, trying to kind of, like, walk fast or, like, run yeah. away from them. Like, she's trying to do that move where she catches up to someone before they can see that a camera crew's with yeah. her. So they'll just, like, be chill and talk to her. Yeah. And then, like, a camera crew comes and, like, everyone's over it. Yeah. I think this is where you really see, like, oh, I'm fully regretting making this decision. Yeah. Like, this is where she's in her head being, like, I've got to get this canceled or, like, I, I, <laughs> I have to, something has to happen. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. She's like, I should have just gone to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I should have just gone to, like, St. Bart's yeah. or gone shopping or, like, or, like, read a book. Yeah. <laughs> started a book club. Went for a run. Went for a run. Did a, do a 5K. Yeah. To a 5K. <laughs> you know, run a marathon. Yeah, run a marathon. Like, raise done- money running a marathon. Throwing in a, I should have just thrown an event myself. There's a litany of things that There's she could have done. There's anything that you could think to plug into the I should have is what's going through Tinsley's head at the opera. I love her imagining, I gotta get this canceled. <laughs> I gotta get this canceled. This can't so, go on. So then- <laughs> She's literally like... I think reeling from the night that Dale just showed up and she had to like deal with that drama running around a gala, like sprinting then to this gala where she's now like, she feels that same feeling and she's like, why do I feel like I'm being chased? Like, I don't get it. Like the chase is over and now I'm in an event and I'm wearing Marquesa and like a Brian Atwood shoe. (laughs) And then she realizes the cameras are following her everywhere and she'll always feel chased as long as they're on her. And that this is the biggest mistake of her life and that her life has fully spiraled out of control and is falling apart. She's truly like, and no Marquesa dress can fix. No at what you or Marquesa no. dress. And she, she totally like, yeah, it's, it's really fascinating that I think like, like she was super legit. Like the show was probably weird for people who were in that world. Cause they were like Tinsley. Yeah. Like Devorah, you're like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like Tinsley, you're like, what? And you're even watching this? this show. Cause I was like such a Tinsley super fan. Yeah. And even I was in like, I was here, but like, you know, I'm a girl from Oklahoma. It's like when Carol Radzibel joined the real housewives, you were like, you're like, whoa, you're, and you're like, okay. Yeah. You're a princess. You're a Polish princess. Not a lot of land. Not but at least land, you're not a Nazi. You got a title. Um, so Devorah and Tinsley have an encounter, and it's <laughs> Devorah's like, I'm gonna confront her. Like we were really friends. She goes through like all these photos of them out with Alex, who we never Devorah's see. Devorah's obsessed with Tinsley. Devorah is fully obsessed with Tinsley. She's almost as obsessed with Tinsley as she is with Nicole Kidman. She's almost as obs- Nicole Kidman number one, number two, Tinsley, <laughs> Tinsley. Mortimer. And Devorah's like, so tonight I really hope that we can reconnect and maybe talk about like the falling out that we've had. And then you literally see them ab- an above shot, an overhead shot of them, and they pass each other by. And Devorah sees Tinsley and she goes, It's been a long time. We haven't really. And then Tinsley goes, I know. And then and walks, walks away. away. And that's the only interaction they have at the opera. Tinsley's like, oh, Okay. Okay, anyways. 
And wait, we also Tinsley gets her own Carolina Herrera moment, which oh, is right. a huge win. Carolina gives her like relationship advice. She's like, cut it as soon as it starts getting bad, cut it, which gives you some insight into <laughs> Carolina's world. I love that. And she goes, anything you want, you can come have. Come come see me. You can have anything you want. Call Phoebe. Call Phoebe. Yeah. If you ever need some clothes, just call Phoebe. And I sure. love it's like cool. We me. all may we all be at the level where we can just call Phoebe and get all the clothes for free. Tinsley can literally just get any clothes that she wants. She was and I think she probably still could now. No, that yeah. was be I was trying to be nice, yeah. but that's not the name of this fucking game. Yeah. She was at a point in her life where she could call any designer and be like, Can I have a dress? I'm and sample like, size. And then yeah. they would be like, Yeah. Yeah. Carolina but that's also you have to be her you have to be famous and you have to be real thin. It's, you have to be a sample size. <laughs> I want to just be at the point where I'm like, give me yeah. the clothes that are my size. Made to wear, made for you to wear. Or just like, let me go to the, I don't even need you to give me like special clothes. Like just, can I go to the store and yeah. just pick what I want, but it's free. Truly made to wear clothes. Yeah. And, they're, and Carolina knows. She gets Call made Phoebe. to wear. Call Phoebe. So then we get the awkward. The awkward Devora and Tinsley confrontation. But Devorah- Which at this point, you know, too, Tinsley is... Like the producers were like, okay, so there's going to be like a showdown at this like opera event. And I think Tinsley was like, okay. And t- they're like, so you, Devorah is going to confront you. You're going to have a conversation with her and like just see where it goes. And like hopefully you guys can reconnect. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, cool. Okay, uh, um, awesome. Great. It's done doing it. And then Got she, there and sh- was like, she killed the scene. She was like, fuck no. No, she's not doing it. I'm at a gala. I'm at a gala. What the fuck are you even doing here? Yeah. And then Devorah tries to like walk past her like four times. She's like, con- it's like pinball where Devorah is just like trying to come, but like somehow bounces off. And Tinsley's fully just doing like an ignore. And her date is like, she really doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> it's like keen observation, 21 year old guy. Thank you, Robert Novaka. Thank you, Robert Novaka, hair and- to the Tony Novaka, oh, Dominique Novaka fortune. And he goes, she, wow, she really doesn't want to talk to you. And Devorah's like, yeah, it's just so surprising. And Devorah's clearly humiliated. Devorah's upset. Yeah. She immediately like goes outside to give her like on the fly yeah. interview and she's like It's war. It the war is on and it's over for Tinsley. It's over for Tinsley Mortimer. It's like okay. That's how it ends. And that's so she like a cliffhanger. She's declaring war. But you can tell she was genuinely humiliated. Yeah. I think she's really hurt by getting the brush off from Tinsley. Because for her, as someone who probably wasn't born into that world, she, like, sees Tinsley as, like... The peak. The pinnacle, like, oh, like, married, you know, an oil heir, like, you know, was from a wealthy, like, an old money family. Like, she's... Tinsley represents everything that, like she is trying to be which she doesn't need to be she doesn't need to be but it's also like she's working really hard and has made it her mission to like get into this kind of like crew and like that's like her life purpose via a magazine so when she gets like the win of a lifetime by putting tinsley on the cover and like getting her phone number and texting her every once in a while it's the fall of a lifetime when those texts stop coming through. Fall in the house of Devorah. Yeah. I think she was texting Tinsley a lot. 
She seems like she could like she's always texting her like memes and stuff. Or like I'm really going through like you know like trapping someone being like I'm really upset about something. Yeah. And Tinsley's like politely like oh well that's too bad that's too bad you should you oh my know, god I'm sorry you should talk about it with someone. Could <laughs> <laughs> you go to therapy? Tinsley, you should talk about it with someone. And Devorah's like, yeah. Do you want to? Can I call you? Devorah probably called her. Yeah. Hey, she would text her and be like, hey. Something, I just have a question about like the shoot. Can I call you really fast? And Tinsley's like, sure. Like, fuck, did something go wrong? And then Devorah's like, oh yeah, actually, I just, I actually wanted to just like ask you like about um, advice, maybe. Yeah. And Tinsley's like, sure. And so then they like had to have like a twenty minute conversation, and then Devorah was like, we're best friends. This is my best friend. This is Robert Cavaca. This is Robert Cavaca. Heir to the heir to the Dominique Cavaca fortune. His, his father is, is Dominique Cavaca, and he is the heir to the Dominique Cavaca fortune. <laughs> Dominique Cavaca. Dominique Cavaca. Do you know who he is Dominique Cavaca? That's his dad. That's his dad. That's his dad, an and he's the heir to the Dominique Cavaca fortune. Dominique Cavaca. Dominique Cavaca. So we leave off with Devorah's going to war. Devorah. Tinsley Mortimer. Is Donald Trump. Tinsley Mortimer's Iran. And Devorah has declared war. <laughs> he has his missiles pointed. Yeah. And she's going to take Tinsley fucking down. Yeah. I am. She's ready to go. She's going to blast her in the airwaves. It's a society war if I've ever seen one. And next week promises even more Jules Kirby shenanigans. Because I think this is where she iconically gets released from, from the, the Empire hotel. hotel. Yeah. And a, and a Dale Tinsley confrontation in Newport. I'm trying to save you, Tinsley. I'm trying to save you, Tinsley. Tinsley. Uh, I'm here for Dale's whole storyline. Me too. I need a spinoff just Dale at the library. That's a great... Checking like, out books. Independent movie. Yeah. It's just it, the whole movie takes place in two hours that Dale spent at the library trying to find the Nazi heritage of Prince Casimir. She falls in love. Should I pitch it? Becomes Yeah, you should. Can becomes, I raise money, like fund it with independent producers? Yeah. I mean, I wish a studio would get on board because I think it's we could really like prime it for award season if we get a good buzz behind it we'll buy a billboard dale at the library we'll buy several billboards (laughs) we're gonna pepper all of los angeles and four-year consideration billboards for dale at the library fyc dale at the library fyc dale at the library there's screeners we're gonna do run a huge screener thing we're gonna really hit the older members of the Uh academy i'll go on a nursing home tour everyone will get a library book as like their their screener gift yeah they get a library card Mm -hmm. so they don't even have to go and register for blah 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 they just get one i love it who can play dale 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 (laughs) starring dale mercer as herself herself. In the iconic. iconic film Dale at the Library, that's like when Fantasia played herself on that Lifetime movie mm-hmm. of her, of her life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. I love a play myself. Amazing Dale girl. at the Library, starring Dale, the library. Dale Mercer. But yeah, so guys, just please don't harass these people. Yeah, just like don't talk to Jules. Send it to us. Just send out any thoughts, feelings, emotions to us. Because 
I honestly like uh-huh. I love to lol, but I and I love lolling at, but I you know I don't love an interaction. <laughs> I don't love litigation. I don't love any sort of I don't love being threatened. No. I don't love anything like that we- comes in a weird email form. Yeah. I really have terrible email anxiety these days where it takes every like cell Fiber. in my being to respond to emails in a timely fashion. Yeah. And then when I get an email like this, it really it tri- it sends a lot of triggers through I my was soul. triggered too. So I just like I'm like Jules stop emailing me. Help us out. Help us babe. <laughs> please don't email me again. I really like I just don't I, this Jules. is actually me to you Jules like I really <laughs> please don't Please don't email us again. Please don't email us again. Just leave us alone. We'll leave you be. We'll we're leaving you be. We're just talking about the show and then once we've stopped talking about we high never society speak about you again. it's over. We'll never talk about I you promise. ever ever you again. You can do whatever you want. But like don't send me another email. Yeah. Please. I beg of you. Please Jules. Please Jules. Please. Julia, please. Julia. Uh, don't don't even if you're typing it right now angrily and you've been just like pause just pause hit powers Apple in the pause. a select all and then hit the delete button close your laptop and just like go out to the pool power and pause power and pods thank you for being my cohort my affiliate your affiliate my co-host my I trusted affiliate i love being you i love you being my affiliate i love being affiliated with you me too um follow carrie at ecario follow me at lars marie if you want bonus episodes we're gonna do one and you can find those at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast five dollars a month for weekly bonus apps where things get fucking juicy things get weird things get weird we do reader mail all sorts of shit it's very worth it. Love it. I love it. I love this fucking show. Love I you. fucking love you. Fucking love you. I fucking love you. Bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.